Section 3 of Seeking a Human Spaceflight Program Worthy of a Great Nation. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Avai in July 2020. Seeking a Human Spaceflight Program Worthy of a Great Nation by the Review of U.S. Human Spaceflight Plans Committee. Executive Summary Part 2 Future Destinations for Exploration What is the strategy for exploration beyond low Earth orbit? Humans could embark on many paths to explore the inner solar system, most particularly the following. Mars first, with a Mars landing, perhaps after a brief test of equipment and procedures on the Moon. Moon first, with lunar surface exploration focused on developing the capability to explore Mars. A flexible path to inner solar system locations, such as lunar orbit, Lagrange points, near-Earth objects and the moons of Mars, followed by exploration of the lunar surface and or Martian surface. A human landing followed by an extended human presence on Mars stands prominently above all other opportunities for exploration. Mars is unquestionably the most scientifically interesting destination in the inner solar system, with a planetary history much like Earth's. It possesses resources that can be used for life support and propellants. If humans are ever to live for long periods on another planetary surface, it is likely to be on Mars. But Mars is not an easy place to visit with existing technology and without a substantial investment of resources. The committee finds that Mars is the ultimate destination for human exploration of the inner solar system, but it is not the best first destination. What about the Moon first, then Mars? By first exploring the Moon, we could develop the operational skills and technology for landing on, launching from, and working on a planetary surface. In the process, we could acquire an understanding of human adaptation to another world that would one day allow us to go to Mars. There are two main strategies for exploring the Moon. Both begin with a few short sorties to various sites to scout the region and validate lunar landing and ascent systems. In one strategy, the next step would be to build a lunar base. Over many missions, a small colony of habitats would be assembled and explorers would begin to live there for many months, conducting scientific studies and prospecting for resources to use as fuel. In the other strategy, sorties would continue to different sites, spending weeks and then months at each one. More equipment would have to be brought to the lunar surface on each trip, but more diverse sites would be explored and in greater detail. There is a third possible path for human exploration beyond low Earth orbit, which the committee calls the flexible path. On this path, humans would visit sites never visited before and extend our knowledge of how to operate in space, while traveling greater and greater distances from Earth. Successive missions would visit lunar orbit, the Lagrange points, special points in space that are important sites for scientific observations and the future space transportation infrastructure, and near-Earth objects, asteroids and spent comets that cross the Earth's path, and orbit around Mars. 
most interestingly humans could rendezvous with a moon of mars then coordinate with or control robots on the martian surface taking advantage of the relatively short communication times at least initially astronauts would not travel into the deep gravity wells of the lunar and martian surface deferring the cost of developing human landing and surface systems the flexible path represents a different type of exploration strategy we would learn how to live and work in space to visit small bodies and to work with robotic probes on the planetary surface it would provide the public and other stakeholders with a series of interesting firsts to keep them engaged and supportive most important because the path is flexible it would allow for many different options as exploration progresses including a return to the moon's surface or a continuation directly to the surface of mars the committee finds that both moon first and flexible path are viable exploration strategies it also finds that they are not necessarily mutually exclusive before traveling to mars we might be well served to both extend our presence in free space and gain experience working on the lunar surface integrated program options the committee has identified five principal alternatives for the human spaceflight program they include one baseline case which the committee considers to be an executable version of the current program of record funded to achieve its state exploration goals as well as four alternatives these options and several derivatives are summarized in figure four the committee was asked to provide two options that fit within the fiscal year 2010 budget profile this funding is essentially flat or decreasing through 2014 then increases at 1.4 percent per year thereafter less than the 2.4 percent per year used by the committee to estimate cost inflation the first two options are constrained to the existing budget option one program of record as assessed by the committee constrained to the fiscal year 2010 budget this option is the program of record with only two changes the committee deems necessary providing funds for the shuttle into fiscal year 2011 and including sufficient funds to deorbit the iss in 2016 when constrained to this budget profile aries 1 and orion are not available until after the iss has been deorbited the heavy lift vehicle aries 5 is not available until the late 2020s and there are insufficient funds to develop the lunar lander and lunar surface systems until well into the 2030s if ever option two iss and lunar exploration constrained to fiscal year 2010 budget this option extends the iss to 2020 and begins a program of lunar exploration using a derivative of aries 5 referred to here as the aries 5 light the option assumes completion of the shuttle manifest in fiscal year 2011 and it includes a technology development program a program to develop commercial services to transport crew to low earth orbit and funds for enhanced utilization of the iss this option does not deliver heavy lift capability until the late 2020s and does not have funds to develop the systems needed to land on or explore the moon in the next two decades 
The remaining three alternatives fit a different budget profile, one that the committee judged more appropriate for an exploration program designed to carry humans beyond low Earth orbit. This budget increases to $3 billion above the fiscal year 2010 guidance by fiscal year 2014, then grows with inflation at what the committee assumes to be 2.4% per year. Option 3. Baseline case. Implementable program of record. This is an executable version of the program of record. It consists of the content and sequence of that program, deorbiting the ISS in 2016, developing Orion, Ares 1 and Ares 5, and beginning exploration of the Moon using the Altair lander and lunar surface systems. The committee made only two additions it felt essential, budgeting for the completion of remaining flights on the shuttle manifest in 2011, and including additional funds for the deorbit of the ISS. The committee's assessment is that, under this funding profile, the option delivers Ares 1 and Orion in fiscal year 2017, with human lunar return in the mid-2020s. Option 4. Moon First This option preserves the Moon as the first destination for human exploration beyond low Earth orbit. It also extends the ISS to 2020 funds technology advancement, and uses commercial vehicles to carry crew to low Earth orbit. There are two significantly different variants to this option. Both develop the Orion, the Altair lander, and lunar surface systems as in the baseline case. Variant 4A is the Ares 5 light variant. This option retires the shuttle in fiscal year 2011, and develops the Ares 5 light heavy-lift launcher for lunar exploration. Variant 4B is the shuttle extension variant. It offers the only foreseeable way to eliminate the gap in U.S. human launch capability by extending the shuttle to 2015 at a minimum safe flight rate. It also takes advantage of synergy with the shuttle by developing a heavy-lift vehicle that is more directly shuttle-derived than the Ares family of vehicles. Both variants of option 4 permit human lunar return by the mid-2020s. Option 5. Flexible Path This option follows the flexible path as an exploration strategy. It operates the shuttle into fiscal year 2011, extends the ISS until 2020, funds technology advancement, and develops commercial services to transport crew to low Earth orbit. There are three variants within this option. They all use the Orion Crew Exploration Vehicle, together with new in-space habitats and propulsion systems. The variants differ only in the heavy lift vehicle used. Variant 5A is the Ares 5 Light variant. It develops the Ares 5 Light, the most capable of the heavy lift vehicles in this option. Variant 5B employs an EELV Heritage commercial heavy lift launcher and assumes a different, and significantly reduced, role for NASA. It has an advantage of potentially lower operational costs, but requires significant restructuring of NASA. Variant 5C uses a shuttle-derived heavy lift vehicle taking maximum advantage of existing infrastructure, facilities, and production capabilities. 
all variants of option five begin exploration along the flexible path in the early 2020s with lunar flybys visits to lagrange points and near-earth objects and mars flybys occurring at a rate of about one major event per year and possible rendezvous with mars's moons or human lunar return by the mid to late 2020s the committee has found two executable options that comply with the fiscal year budget profile however neither allows for a viable exploration program in fact the committee finds that no plan compatible with the fiscal year 2010 budget profile permits human exploration to continue in any meaningful way the committee further finds that it is possible to conduct a viable exploration program with a budget rising to about $3 billion annually in real purchasing power above the fiscal year 2010 budget profile. At this budget level, both the Moon First and the Flexible Path strategies begin human exploration on a reasonable but not aggressive timetable. The committee believes an exploration program that will be a source of pride for the nation requires resources at such a level organizational and programmatic issues how might nasa organize to explore the nasa administrator needs to be given the authority to manage nasa's resources including its workforce and facilities it is noted that even the best managed human spaceflight programs will encounter developmental problems such activities must be adequately funded including reserves to account for the unforeseen and unforeseeable. Good management is especially difficult when funds cannot be moved from one human spaceflight budget line to another, and where additional funds can ordinarily be obtained only after a two-year delay, if at all. NASA would become a more effective organization if it were given the flexibility possible under the law to establish and manage its programs. Finally, significant space achievements require continuity of support over many years. Program changes should be made based on future costs and future benefits, and then only for compelling reasons. NASA and its human spaceflight program are in need of stability in both resources and direction. This report, of course, offers options that represent changes to the present program, along with the pros and cons of those possible changes. It is necessarily left to the decision-maker to determine whether these changes rise to the threshold of compelling. Summary of Principal Findings The committee summarizes its principal findings below. Additional findings are included in the body of the report. The right mission and the right size. NASA's budget should match its mission and goals. Further, NASA should be given the ability to shape its organization and infrastructure accordingly while maintaining facilities deemed to be of national importance. International Partnerships The U.S. can lead a bold new international effort in the human exploration of space. If international partners are actively engaged, including on the critical path to success, there could be substantial benefits to foreign relations, and more overall resources could become available to the human spaceflight program. Short-term space shuttle planning The remaining shuttle manifest should be flown in a safe and prudent manner without undue schedule pressure. 
this manifest will likely extend operation into the second quarter of fiscal year 2011. It is important to budget for this likelihood. The Human Spaceflight Gap Under current conditions, the gap in U.S. ability to launch astronauts into space will stretch to at least seven years. The committee did not identify any credible approach employing new capabilities that could shorten the gap to less than six years. The only way to significantly close the gap is to extend the life of the shuttle program. Extending the International Space Station The return on investment on both the United States and our international partners would be significantly enhanced by an extension of the life of the ISS. A decision not to extend its operation would significantly impair U.S. ability to develop and lead future international spaceflight partnerships. Heavy Lift A heavy lift launch capability to low Earth orbit, combined with the ability to inject heavy payloads away from the Earth, is beneficial to exploration. It will also be useful to the national security space and scientific communities. The committee reviewed the Ares family of launchers, shuttle-derived vehicles, and launchers derived from the evolved expendable launch vehicle family. Each approach has advantages and disadvantages, trading capability, life cycle costs, maturity, operational complexity, and the way of doing business within the program and NASA. Commercial launch of crew to low Earth orbit. Commercial services to deliver crew to low Earth orbit are within reach. While this presents some risk, it could provide an earlier capability at lower initial and life cycle costs than government could achieve. A new competition with adequate incentives to perform this service should be open to all U.S. aerospace companies. This would allow NASA to focus on more challenging roles, including human exploration beyond low Earth orbit based on the continued development of the current or modified Orion spacecraft. Technology Development for Exploration and Commercial Space Investment in a well-designed and adequately funded space technology program is critical to enable progress in exploration. Exploration strategies can proceed more readily and economically if the requisite technology has been developed in advance. This investment will also benefit robotic exploration, the U.S. commercial space industry, the academic community, and other U.S. government users. Pathways to Mars Mars is the ultimate destination for human exploration to the inner solar system, but it is not the best first destination. Visiting the moon first and following the flexible path are both viable exploration strategies. The two are not necessarily mutually exclusive. Before traveling to Mars, we could extend our presence in free space and gain experience working on the lunar surface. Options for the Human Spaceflight Program The committee developed five alternatives for the Human Spaceflight Program. It found, Human exploration beyond low Earth orbit is not viable under the fiscal year 2010 budget guideline. Meaningful human exploration is possible under a less constrained budget, increasing annual expenditures by approximately $3 billion in real purchasing power above the fiscal year 2010 guidance. 
funding at the increased level would allow either an exploration program to explore the moon first or one that follows the flexible path. Either could produce significant results in a reasonable time frame. End of section 3